Okay. Okay. The DJ Booth Radio Show. What's up? What's good? What's good? DJ Knowledge. What's good? DJ Duke. I mean, then there was two. There's another Wednesday. We here. Then there was Shout two. Shout out to all my listeners yeah. out there tuning in, man. We here. We okay. here. We here. Yes, okay, indeed. Okay, everybody on my live coming in. Julio Santana was good. You know what I'm saying? So, what's up, DJ man, Knowledge? How was the weekend, man? All is well, man. The weekend was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Remember last Thursday with okay. Tommy Davis. That was a great situation. We had Shout the, the, uh, the real estate networking thing going on mm-hmm. um man it, it's looking to be a great situation coming up when the weather breaks for all my house heads out there mm-hmm. and people trying to get into the real estate game yeah uh i had a chance to go to uh i did the hazelwood saturday and okay. that was that was definitely love yeah yeah, yeah that was de- <laughs> that was definitely love and then I and then you know something I don't do very often. Um, I went to church. I went to uh, the Empowerment Temple the, okay. with the new uh, family. You know the the pastor and the first lady. That was a good situation, man. It okay. was definitely the word was good that he spoke, and um, it was awesome, man. You know, other okay. than that, just uh, grinding, bro. You know, how was your weekend? Busy. But first, we gotta stop the show. Big shout out to Julio Shalom on the check in. Julio, I need you to call me Julio Shalom. Please call me. Hey, somebody gonna be on my Instagram live, but I can't answer the phone for me. Oh man, nah, I know you're in Cali, but my goodness, yo. But anyway, my weekend was great. Um, Saturday had a comedy show. Shout out. Uh, I hate saying the poppy part, but shout out to Poppy the Bear. A uh, great comedy show at the cellar. Yeah, was how was that, man? Because I missed it. Was I had to work. Not one It was at uh, Sully's. Sully's. That's yeah, Sully's. It was I had dope. to work, man. How was it? Yeah, it was dope. It was good. Good yeah. comedy show. They had some entertainment there. And then um, Sunday, you know, DC, I uh, take care of my, my business there. And um, Sunday night, came back, had a birthday party. And um, that was it. I, you know, I really okay. took out. Okay, We got cool. a big weekend coming up. We'll talk about that later. But um, we got, we got. listen, y- y'all know we start, you just start to show off with a couple different ways. But today, we're going to start to show off right. All right? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, what's up, it's your boy DJ Duke This is the Artist Spotlight Live on 1010 WOLB So listen, once again, shout out to Rod Lee That is, that is definitely one of the greatest beats ever <laughs> in American history That's his favorite friend. beat 100% yeah. Shout out to Tim Trees who burned it Taco Bang, JD Polo all the artists out there that, that bang that let if you want to be played in the club, I understand you want to make your own, but listen, that's a great beat to start with. That's a great starter kit. All right. Uh-huh. Anyway, my artist spotlight today goes to ironically not an artist, not just a rapper, singer, dancer. You know what I mean? Last week I gave it to my guy DJ Nada, so why not keep it in the family with another DJ? Right. Why not? Let's just go with another DJ. Right. And he's in the studio. DJ Dread, everybody. What's good? Yeah, yeah, he's going Good man, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Man, I've been trying to get you in. Your schedule is ridiculous, yo. I, they call me, t- yo, dude, I'm sorry, y'all gotta go to New England today. Like, yo, what are you doing here, son? Can't go to New England, dude. I thought was New England? They won the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl, that's what I'm hey, saying. You know, we gotta be where it's hot at, man, you know? If yeah. It's lit, we gotta be there. Yeah, yeah so what's yeah. going on with you, man? Like, let's, let's go right into it. Uh, what do you do? What are you? What do you do? Uh, you know, I'm definitely well, I'm a, a full time DJ, you know, but everything mm. everything with the music, I got my studio, Next Level Studio. Okay. At the little the, the record label, Dread Three Thousand Records. Okay. You know, we're looking for artists. I got one artist that we've been working with for like about a year now, but we're mm. trying to get it more, you know, more serious. It's a, it's a lot to it, you know. Mm. We actually got a couple of songs that I would probably, you know, put out, you know, pretty soon. 
Okay. But like you, you guys know it's a lot yeah. to it. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So make sure everything is you right. You learn something right new every place. day. Right. You got definitely got to chop it up then, man. Shout out right, to JPJ right. on, on, on a check-in on a live. Well, what's, so, up, what's up? So let me ask you this. So, Dre, what, what started you? What made you say, I want to be a DJ? Uh, I got to say... Jam Master J, man. Okay. That dude. So you go old school. You go yeah, back yeah. to I was, Yeah, yeah. I was like, what, in 83, Jam Master J, he, um, when he, yeah, when he started the concert, he said, run, 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 run. Run, <laughs> see what come out on the stage, man. I was like, yo, yeah. I need to be a DJ like that. But, you know, mm. but back then, you know, you were in school and stuff, so, you know, you can't just, back then, Jump you couldn't just stop and be a DJ. I was in the sports mm-hmm. and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, now you can just yeah. <laughs> stop. <laughs> push his button. My dad wasn't trying to hear that. You a what? Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, right. So, okay, yeah. so that's like, yeah. it's your introduction. Now, what equipment did you start on? <laughs> man, right. man, I was just talking earlier. Um, uh-huh. Like I said, like a lot of guys in the, in the city, I heard them. They say, yeah, they started out with a little pair of Technique twelve hundred. That's great. I started out with some Gemini PT two thousand. No, Nitro said that. No, not Nitro. DJ Gemini. The DJ Gemini from um, um, DC. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. actually a family of mine. He said yeah. that's how he got his name because okay. back then the DJ used to get their name off of equipment. And he uh, said, everybody had the techniques, yeah. he had the Gemini. Yeah. Right, yeah. okay, okay. So you're the okay, second person okay. that said that, that they had the yeah, Gemini. Yeah, I mean, they looked alike. They was, they looked alike. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't do the same thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they so, was more cost-effective. Gemini yeah, was always Scratch-free, that's why. Yeah. yeah. If you notice now, I'm more of a blending DJ because yeah. I started out where you wasn't able to scratch because if you scratch, it turns, your needle going to fly next door somewhere, you know really? what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, so... <laughs> I was more blending a nice easy blender but now you know with the controller so I did I take advantage I, I scratch a little hard because it ain't gonna skip now it's yeah. MP3 so everything yeah, is right. good now so yeah, yeah but that, that time table that, uh, so, so, so growing up um, so where, where did you grow up at? Where you from? Hartford County man um I, I was all over Hartford County. My, my parents were together um, the whole time. They were, my father was military okay so we, we moved to Hartford County in 1977 Mm. Aberdeen, and then you know, of course, I'm, I'm a young boy. I'm seven then, and then uh, we just went through. When you're in the military, we were lucky that they moved him, like just the base from Aberdeen to Edgewood is like ten miles apart. Yeah, right. We didn't go from like, you know, what I'm saying we we yeah. came from oh, like no, my city. older brother and sister. They had to deal with the Germany, the Georgia. Yeah, I, about to say, I was just the, about to say all that Germany. stuff before wow. me. Really? Yeah, I was yeah. lucky. I stayed in Hartford County pretty much the whole yeah. time. Wow, you cool. know what I'm saying? So well, that's great. Well, speak, speaking of the mil- uh, military, um, I'm DJing a military ball. Okay. Statewide military ball next Thursday. Okay. So all the ROTC, what is it? What is it? ROTC. That's yeah, like, every, yeah. All the schools, all the uh, community okay. events. Mm. So that's a, a big, a big thing. So when yeah, you said military, so were you in the military? Or just your, your no. <laughs> I was what they call what they call an <laughs> army brat. Yeah, like yeah. I was right. not. Like, I got a whiff of. I grew up under the military the whole time, so I yeah. knew what it was. Right. I mean, I wish I would. have Honestly, I wish I would have went into the service. It would have been a lot easier. You get older, you got, they set it up for you. Yeah, they definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but. Then, <laughs> I, was, I played you. ball, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 20 years, you good. Yeah, I played ball, so I was determined. Like, my pop said, if you don't go in, if you don't get a scholarship because he ain't paying for college, you going into the service. So uh-huh. I got, I worked real hard in the basketball court, got that scholarship. Mm. Now, hold up, back up, now, hold up. Now, everybody, yeah. everybody on my line, I want y'all to understand, I was waiting for this moment, right? They were talking about this off air, but I didn't want to ease, ease the surprise. All right, so basketball, now, you said basketball, now. Right. It's a thing called Google Trend. So if I Google your name, mm-hmm. what's going to come up? First of all, you got wise. Google 
Jabbertown High School. I went to Jabbertown High School. Okay, I played against them a lot. That's a Darren long drive. Ingram, yeah. You was a little younger than me, so yeah. yeah, yeah. And the reason you got to play against us, because see, when I came up, <laughs> we let up for real. Let me tell you why, why you got to play against us. When I came up, we was uh, it was back in the day, we played... The county played against each other. Okay. And then we started beating, you know, we spanking people. They like, well, we could, they can handle the city teams. So then we started my grades. Like, so by the time I graduated, I think my senior year, now we played a school from Ocean City. Uh-huh. Only Baltimore school we played um, was Mount Carmel. Okay. Yes, but then after I graduated, I seen they started playing like Pikesville. And, mm-hmm. But we did, yeah. we, beat, we, beat, we beat up on Overly, though. My senior year beat them. They didn't get the ball past half court. I don't really court. count. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but that was Baltimore County. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't get the count. ball past half court for what I remember. <laughs> but um, I got it. Now, who is that? Is anybody we can call up to verify this stuff? I mean, I can, can just, call this is what you do. Quick. This is what you do, bro. <laughs> go, to, go to Harper County. Go to Walmart. I'm not over your go to County, Walmart yo. and just ask somebody. You say, hey, excuse me. You know, Darren, okay, he played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you know what's crazy, right? Because I have met Dred, right? I'm shouting DJ Cole. She's one of the people she talked about your alley at Dred, right? But it's crazy because our uh, recipe is Mrs. V. Great, mm-hmm, right, dear right. friend of, of all ours, of the station of the city. And mm-hmm. um, he, it was a DJ. I was just starting off. I'm only four and a half, well, going on five years in. Okay. So I'm not nowhere near where most of the people in the group are. So V, you know what I mean? So V was like, yo, um, what you doing? Yo, I'm just talking to him. He ain't never told us in no group or nothing. He hit me one day like, yo, I need you to pay attention for the group. I said, what group, yo? So I go out and look up and say, Harvard County DJ. I said, V, I'm not from Harvard, bro. I won't get out to the, it wasn't an issue with the who it was. Right, it was like, right. I won't get out to the meeting. Right. So I never made, to this day, I've never made a meeting right. out of Harvard County. I always called Dre. I reached out to him like, yo. Oh, I'm that's the try. one you was telling about, I think. Yeah, this is, I was yeah. like, yo, I'm going to try to get out there. He'd be yeah. like, this. if you can, then I can book the DJ. So that's how, and we, yo, we, this is our first, I think this is our, Second time meeting face to face, I think, eh? Second, second or third. Second or third. So you time? did check me out at Mo's. Yeah, you came out check the me out at Mo's. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought I saw you one time before that. I know we ran into each other at some blend battles. I uh, did we? I don't. I, don't, I think. Uh, yo, it's crazy because uh, we we just talk every day like we know each other. <laughs> right. Right. You know I mean, like we really right. talk every day. I'm, I, yo, what you doing? You know, we just have a good good conversation. But Shout see, out to Mrs. V for that. But that's how V was. Yeah. Though. V yeah. like. I didn't know it was a group. I just thought it was a social. I thought it was a social media page, you know, I was yeah, an administrator. Yeah. We gonna put this together, you know, like Baltimore got their thing, you know, other places got their thing. Yeah. Harper County, we need to do something. I'm here, I'm doing things. Let's yeah. do some Harper County DJ. Next thing I know, we was a group. Yep. So, I mean, but it's all whatever works, <laughs> man. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They bring yeah. it together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, was a big, that was a big loss for the city. Yeah, Because he man. definitely kept things in order. When there was, I issued myself coming up with some other DJs when I first started. I called V to immediately the next morning. That DJ was on the phone. We worked it out. Right. To this day, everything is squat. You know what I'm saying? It could have went so far left. Exactly. So he was like the OG out of, out of the mm-hmm. game. Exactly. Real talk. And we're speaking of the blending, blend battles, mm-hmm. right? So when I watched Mrs. V blend, and shout out DJ Fossil, I used to hold the camera and stuff like that. Okay. One of the bands I'm talking about. I, to me, that was a, that's a blend. Where you got 1200s, mm-hmm. no computer, you know, just strictly right, vinyl. Right. And you're talking, even if you got the computer nowadays, but you're talking to the other DJ through the wax. That's like, crazy. He wasn't mm. just, yo, um, I'm playing uh, Lil Pump <laughs> and then Lil Uzi Vert. Or I'm going right. to play Lil Pump with Marvin Gaye. Like, yo, if you know how to blend, that's not difficult. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yo, I'm going to have a part in Marvin Gaye's song. Then I'm going to go to Lil Pump, 
a part that's talking a sentence to you. Saying v people's can do names that. and stuff. That yeah. was crazy. Mm. Crazy. Like, you talking that like... That was just crazy. The, like, back in the day, you had to put the tape on the record to mark your spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, V was crazy with that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's so, so yeah. when you when you hear battle now, is, uh, is that is that ever gone? Are we going to ever see battles like that or is it going to be all blend battles? It's going to be all opinion, opinionated blend battles. Like, yeah. it's a matter like me... I consider myself a party DJ, so mm-hmm. to me, my blends are simple because it's uh, I'm gonna pick a beat and I'm gonna make a, a nice party, acapella yeah. and keep people dancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So f- to get in a contest is kind of difficult for me because the 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 process of thinking is way different. Yeah. I'm thinking some somewhere else, and these guys are thinking like you know you got a room full of DJs. They're looking for that song that nobody heard. Oh, how hard is that? You got yeah. 300 DJs in there. So now, yeah, when somebody come out and play, mix the Flintstones with Bobby Smurder, mm-hmm. everybody's going crazy. But yeah. to me, that's not, I would never play at that. At a party, yeah. Never, you know, ever. Not yeah. even at a party, not even practicing. Yeah. I don't have no use for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it's just different. my opinion. I like that mm-hmm. breakdown, though. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's just my right. opinion. So right. I respect their opinion. You know, they looking for that different thing. And, like, I ain't got time for that, I guess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so take the tickets. Uh, we got we got another special guest on the way. But take us through a, a typical uh, DJ Dread week. What's a, a, what's a Monday week. morning to Sunday night? Sheesh. Monday is usually like I call it my mummy day. Like it's been it's been a little <laughs> light lately because you know you gotta get over the weekend. So uh-huh. usually Monday, yes, yeah, when I'm mm-hmm. they doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Monday it's like you know I guess I like, I'll get up. Check my, you know, check my downloads. I'm in the um, nice record pool, okay. so it comes okay. my comes to my email every day. Yeah. So I download my music for the day. You know, mm-hmm. I, I do CDs, DVDs. So if I have any mail outs or anything, I definitely do that on Monday. Okay. And then um, if I have a studio session, which is I've been chilling out lately, with, like booking artists. I use my studio for DJ Dread doing my mixtapes. I do CDs, DVDs, so it's a lot of time I take. Mm. So I don't have a lot of time to work with artists like I would, you know, yeah. plan it at first. Yeah. You know, so that's what I do on a Monday. Tuesday, I have my Tuesday night gig. I'm at Mo's Seafood. Then Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, I'm chilling. I, I'm in, I've been going through different spots. Like, cause mm-hmm. when you when you commit yourself to a place every week, that's when they want to lowball you as a DJ. Mm-hmm. So if you say, you know, I'm coming here every Tuesday, every Wednesday. I've been at Mo's for five years because we have a good agreement. I was about to ask you. I was just yeah, about to ask you. We have a great agreement great with contract. a promoter. And um, it's just been good there. So I stayed there, but I've been in and out of different places because they just want to lowball you on a dollar amount when you go there every week. So you know, you don't. I never, I never heard of a place where DJs go and you find out how much you're getting paid. Like, how? Where do they do that at? Mm. It's like you know, what I'm saying we have our rate. You know what I'm saying? Like we have, we get paid. You know, we have our price. Yeah. Be, well, I gotta say, many people, how many yeah. people buy a fish stick tonight? Right. <laughs> tell you. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the problem with you know is pretty much a problem with going to a place on a regular basis, unless it's like a Friday night or I don't like. What they're doing at the, some of the bigger clubs, I definitely don't knock that. But the mm-hmm. little bars and stuff like that, that one DJs every night, yeah. they're going to lowball you. They, they pretty much got a, a, a live jukebox. They got somebody that just mm-hmm. got a computer and DJ. Like, and then like they're going to lowball you, and then they want you to bring people too. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, like, a, damn, that's how you feel, bro. <laughs> and we've been DJing this long. It's like it's a no-win situation. And one of the worst things about DJing is when you're DJing and you feel like, man, you shouldn't even be here. Yeah, I guess. It's yeah. kind of hard to bring out that mm. blend then the right way. Then when that goes back to our conversation we were talking about earlier, like, yeah. 
Like, you know, what am I really doing for real? Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Like you yeah. said, if, if I get bored, it's over. It's over. Yeah, well, I know now that it don't work. Now I just say, look, I don't give none of y'all. I'm going to rock off. Yeah, at some point, if it's... Somebody going to rock with me. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Typically, typically, like, example, like when I'm at the Hazelwood, mm. it, it normally thins out around 12-ish or so. Mm. Last, last This past week, it was good all the way to, like, 1.30. But if it thins out, I start to go into what I want here. I start mm-hmm. to play, like, old-school 90s. Oh, like, yeah. I'll play this, you know, like, shout my man Chenna with, with though, the man. Keith Merritt. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I always play... Like what I want here when it start thinning out, cause then it's like, yo, at some point I did I did for y'all the whole three hours. <laughs> See, look, oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> I mean, I don't care who paying me. I look, I did you. No, but hours. I'm not. But look, but I'm, not playing, I'm not playing. Nothing yeah. order. I'm not yeah. playing nothing out of order. I'm not playing nothing out of order. Because the guy in the back will come from the front, like, yo, that's I ain't hear that like twenty years. Yeah. Right. Like he go talk, yeah. yeah, man. What you want to drink? Right. right. Yeah. So I got you. Listen, right. So we, now only we got the Dre in the studio. <laughs> we got another superstar in the making Uh-oh. studio. You know what I'm saying? Feline the Queen, what's good? Hey, what's up, How you doing? I, I, I can't complain. You, you good? What you doing over there? I'll be on Snapchat. Okay, talk to the mic for me so people, so people can hear you. <laughs> so let me, let me ask you, what do you do? Uh, well, I'm a rapper and I'm a, a black activist. I okay. use uh, a lot of my rap to speak you know, to the people. Now, now how are people, well, before I ask, before I ask how are people receptive to you speaking, I get, like you said, with the truth through your, uh, your music? Um, actually, I got a lot of, you know, um, drawback. A lot of people didn't want to hear my message, but Mm -hmm. I believe with um, a lot of things that's coming up with uh, a lot of the police assaults on black people and a lot Mm -hmm. of things that we have going on in our community, uh, people are ready to listen to what I have to say. Mm -hmm. They're embracing what I have to say. So Uh actually using the black activists and rapping at the same time is kind of pushing everything along. People see uh, what I'm about and they're uh, ready to support that. Okay, now hear your accent. Now where where you from? Louisiana, Georgia? I'm from Tennessee. Tennessee? Tennessee. Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's a big city down there? Um, it's pretty big. It's close to Atlanta, about 30 minutes away from Atlanta. So uh-huh. we kind of get a lot of um, entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurs that come from there. Yeah. Now, Tennessee, that's man, that's the music capital? Nashville. 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 Mm-hmm. Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still? Yeah, Nashville's a major place. Yeah. A lot of songwriters down there. Um, country music is not really that big in Chattanooga, but yeah, Nashville is uh, put on the map for being the music city of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. now, now. Now, by Atlanta being so close, is that is, is Tennessee urbanized? Yes. Is that's a word? Yes. I don't really know if Actually, a word. Um, Tennessee is was known as, uh, well, Chattanooga was known as uh, Little Atlanta. Uh, right. Little New York, yeah. Before oh, yeah. Um, New York, before okay. uh, Atlanta became what it was, Chattanooga mm-hmm. was that beforehand. We had a lot of um, people used to come through, like uh, um, James Brown, Bessie Smith is from Chattanooga. Usher Raymond is actually from Chattanooga. Usher? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, well, have rude of DJ Dre, this is Free Out of Queen, Free Out of Queen, this is DJ Dre. What's up with you? Nice I, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, not to introduce you. And this is uh, <laughs> DJ Knowledge. How you doing? I think you met us at several showcases. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. Oh, okay, I okay. So. Yeah, awesome. so I mean, she's been with us back in the Nationals, man. I think. Really? She's been in the Nationals before, right? No. You know what no. I'm No, uh, uh, it was the truth. Truth? Truth or okay. uh, yeah, Truth, Edison Lamb. Yes. Yeah, she didn't okay. come out so. Okay. Yeah, okay. What, what, what inspired you to uh to rap? Um, 
You know, when I was coming up, I was listening to a lot of male rappers. Uh, I listened to a lot of T.I., Pastor Troy, um, and just a lot of the down south rappers, uh, Master P. And mm. uh, when, as a matter of fact, when Master P had Mia X on, um, you know, true, um, it kind of inspired me to, to see that, you know, some females can rap, you know, and they can spit hard. You know, they yeah. don't have to be... Um, you know, at the time, Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown was out and, you know, it was kind of oh, like over-sexualized, you know, whatever. And I mm-hmm. didn't want to go that route. Uh, Mia X inspired me to say that women can speak and they can be mm-hmm. strong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she mm-hmm. was battling against a lot of um, stereotypes. You know, mm-hmm. she was heavy set and um, she was mm-hmm. a down south rapper and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So she inspired me to really come out and say um, women can come out swinging in this rap game. Yeah, okay. that's what's okay. up. So, 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 <laughs> I said women can come out swinging yeah. in this rap game. Sound like she got some spit. Yeah, you know, she's like, got some buzz. <laughs> as they say down south. Yeah. Got some spit with you, boy. Yeah, so, so we asked all our guests here. We got a lot more questions, right? But some of the questions we asked our guests. Let me start with you by you not being a DJ and females first. How important is the DJ? Oh, uh, it's like uh, Jazzy Jeff and uh, Fresh Prince. There is one without the other. You know, mm. you can't do yeah. one with, without the other. It's like the um, lyric to the um, to the beat. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They kind of right. it's a marriage. Right, know? right. So right. I believe without the D- DJs, the um, artists wouldn't get the kind of publicity that they there need you, you know I, yeah, I get a vibe that you're a good poet you write poetry oh yeah I that's how that I started actually I just really get that vibe I really don't yeah, even know like how I started rapping it just started <laughs> it just like came. I'm for real yeah. like straight up I was just you know writing um, poetry down or whatever I've been able to do that since I was like eight and I don't yeah. know how it transitioned to <laughs> putting into music but yeah. it did some kind of way I actually yeah. started like writing off a um other artists beats um, you know and at the time when I was rapping I've been rapping since I was like um, 12 mm. there wasn't instrumentals out at the time so mm. I would rap on top of somebody else's and I started a mm. lot off of Pastor Troy and T.I. and I would just rap over their stuff and I would take some of my poetry and it actually went to the beat so I'm mm. like oh up and then the uh, schematic started coming and you know uh, being able to to count the bars and things like that, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how the process happened, but it just okay. really did. It just it flowed. Natural. That's yeah. right. it yeah. natural. That's but the best it, way. It started with the poetry, though. I just put the poetry to the beat, and then what right. you know, I had some rhymes. You know? Okay. Mm. So, Dread, now by you being a DJ, of course, and um, you saying the levels of, of of time and stuff. As an artist, you're speaking to art. now Feline. She's an artist, so how important is the DJ? She broke it down. How important is the DJ as you had been a DJ to an artist? What would you uh, tell the artist? I mean, it's funny because I have a studio, so y'all know mm-hmm. I told you I have. A so studio. I know you go through this a lot. I have. A, yeah, we just I just had a conversation yesterday. It was funny. I'm like, you know, how are you a rapper and you don't have a DJ? <laughs> Like, who plays your music? Like, <laughs> no YouTube, one. YouTube is a DJ now. SoundCloud is a DJ. You know, I, I seen that too, post yeah. on Instagram. Y'all yeah. see that? Mm-hmm. It said DJs are competing against SoundCloud. Like, oh, like yeah, real yeah, life. Yeah. I forgot who But not that. really, yeah, though, because, uh, I mean, because, like I said, like, I told somebody last night while I was DJing, they asked me to play somebody, and I hadn't heard of the, the person, they were local. And I'm like, look, you just gotta invest in your money because I get my music sent from Funkmaster Flex. So, yep, shout you know how, how long I would be downloading music if I was on YouTube, just selecting all the yep, songs that exactly. sound pretty good. And mm. then, like, who says, who to say anybody else heard it? You know what I'm saying? YouTube is that wide. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. when they come to me with a, with a song and I have it, if I don't have it in my database, I already know it's a YouTube song. And then I ask them, is that a YouTube mm-hmm. song? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's my friend. 
I was like, okay, yeah, well, tell your friend to invest in it or get a DJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the DJ can communicate with other DJs. Right. And uh, maybe I'll have it. But right now... Right. Right, so yeah, I got so so. So, do you have a DJ back home here in Baltimore? Or what, what, what's your? You are my DJ <laughs> okay. in Baltimore, Appreciate but no, that. I don't have one <laughs> yeah. uh, in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. So, what's how's the support down there? Oh, um, it's uh, it's coming. You know, mm-hmm. Chattanooga's not to say anything bad, but it was one of those cities that kind of. Uh, didn't look at the local artists as you know somebody important they didn't see us as a a, a pillar of the uh, music community or whatever but mm-hmm. now uh, with a couple of artists coming out we had a couple of artists that um, made it mainstream so now they're um, supporting like, yeah they so see that been, been done that yeah and yeah. a lot of our artists are coming out with videos and we're starting to take it seriously so yeah. um, mm. with people starting to see that they're starting to support and get behind us and say that these artists really can you know put the the city on a map or whatever, so they're showing a lot of love to us. Now. Okay, I need people to call up. So I'm gonna know four eight one ten. I'm gonna shift it. I'm gonna shift a little bit. I'm gonna ask you, what's your both of y'all? What's y'all thoughts on what's going on with Michael Jackson, R. Kelly? Man, man, you need to follow my Instagram. I'm telling you, I'm all over there. It's um to me. <laughs> I feel like it's a, a double-edged sword. You know, some mm-hmm. of the things most definitely need to come out. You mm-hmm. know, if um, all the Me Too's and all that stuff, that most definitely needs to be happening. I'm glad to see that a lot of people who have done dirt and evil and messed up people's lives, like some of the childhood stars and stuff like that, they're starting to get... Um, you know, comp- uh, they're starting to reap what they sow uh, mm-hmm. in in the sort of sense. But at the same time, I'm I'm just really seeing that it's like black males are being the face of the Me Too movement. Thank you. You know, thank and, you. Um, That's what I've been saying. St- I'm mm-hmm. a psychologist as well, so I have studied mm-hmm. this, and I know mm-hmm. for a fact that black males are the least likely to be uh, a sexual predator. Uh, you mm. predator. You can look that up. You know. Uh, white males are actually the most uh, sexual predators. So it's odd to me that the Me Too face would be black males, mm-hmm. you know, um, and getting so much uh, publicity over there, like R. Kelly and Usher Raymond and, and all the guys who have been put under this uh, microscope. Mm. You know, it's it's just not reality. Yeah, and I had a, and that's a good topic. I'm glad you brought it up before Dre jumped in. I always just wondered, why, like, dudes that's so powerful, financially set, you know, and they got the power to, to, to make people's lives better or whatever. Why, why, why are they even engaging in anything that can create somebody to think something negative can go on? You know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking, that, that's how I think. Like, if I'm... If I'm Super rich, and I'm Bill Cosby, and a girl come at my hotel. You sign this waiver, baby, just to cover myself from any. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, why do you think as a psychiatrist? Why do you think that that black males don't think that way? Um, I don't really think that y'all know the threat. Mm. You know, of, yeah. uh, that comes along with it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, R. Kelly it, it, with his little uh, breaking news that he had on CBS. <laughs> I mean, he was hysterical, but I don't think that he really understood that. All this that he was doing was going to come back, you know, Mm -hmm. even whether he is guilty of uh, a lot of that stuff. uh, The fact that he did have some things that we know for a fact, like with Aaliyah, 
you know, we're, we're not we're going to have that in the back of our mind that this no guy yeah. may be a sexual predator. But I think that they are also this is like a public lynching. They are trying to lynch some of these guys mm-hmm. and attach all these other uh, allegations onto it. And because they do have some dirt in the past, it's easy now to believe. Gonna believe mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But y'all most definitely have to be careful as black males and remember that you are against a lot of things in America. And, you know, a lot of men um, don't realize that they don't want to see you succeed in so mm. many ways. And when you do make that kind of money, they, they're they going to come at you. The spotlight is even tighter on yes, you. Yes, mm-hmm. especially if you try to do anything like Bill Cosby did and, and do anything for the black community. They're going to send anybody the, your way to make sure that that does not happen. Mm. You know, yeah. the IRS, whoever. Yes. They're going to make sure they drain yes. your funds and uh, make sure that they... <laughs> You know, put that uh, shame on your face, and nobody will um, take you as being credible. Yes, Dre, what you, you think, Dre? I just say, you know, with me being in the music, it's just I just hate to see anything like that bad. Like, you know, this last night, I'm, you know, just joking. I like, asked somebody like, "Should I play R. Kelly?" You know, just joking. I'm still playing R. Kelly. I, 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 I did it. I did it. They, they just stopped. They just stopped. But they just look, stopped. I did it one time, and I had already had another record set, so I played mm-hmm. it, and it's like everybody looked. Yeah, like, I say I'm just joking, y'all, and play the regular no, song. No, right you there. can't. You like, nah, man. Hold on, real quick. Let's jump on the phone line real quick. Uh, Leo. Whoa. Good afternoon, my friends. How you doing? Hey, All friend right, of the man. show, How Leo. Always a wonderful show. Uh, I just want to add my uh, two cents worth as it were <laughs> to the conversation. Uh, it seems to me that if you're a black male in particular, and you uh, do something wrong, even if you are wrong. It's going to be magnified a mm-hmm. thousand times more mm-hmm. in the media. I mean, that's the plan. The plan that's is the plan. to destroy the black male image. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what is that about? In my opinion, it's about institutional racism in this society. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that I think that a black man who violates the law or who is a sexual deviant or whatever shouldn't be uh, prosecuted if, if it's prosecutable. I'm mm-hmm. not saying he shouldn't be prosecuted if he's guilty, but what I am saying is that it doesn't matter whether it's Michael Jackson or uh, Bill Cosby or Art Kelly or anybody who's high profile. If you're famous and you're black, they want to get you, they mm-hmm. want to destroy your image, and mm-hmm. they're going to magnify it and beat the drum until they destroy your image if they possibly can. So we've got to be mindful without making excuses. But we got to be mindful that there's an ongoing conspiracy yes. mm-hmm. to destroy the image of black people in general mm-hmm. and black men specifically. Yes, yes, sir. That's the game. Yes, sir. Keep up the good work. Appreciate you, Leo. All right. All right. Thank All you. right. Quick, quick shout outs real quick. Also, uh, you want to give a big, big, big shout out to Beanie Siegel. His birthday is today. What? Yes, son. Yes, Happy so, birthday, birthday Beans. Yeah, shout out, shout out to him, man. The whole state property family. They've shown <laughs> me nothing but love. Shout out to DJ Mackey, Rock Nation, Raul Carter. I mean, you know, y- y'all all shown me so much love. So we at the DJ Booth Radio Show. Want to just big salute y'all. Thank y'all for what y'all doing. Keep pushing. State property is here. It's never went anywhere. They coming stronger and stronger for the upcoming year, all right? And once again, happy birthday, Benny Siegel. All right, so listen, now we back at it. So, Dredd, check the question on the line. What, what's, what's your opinion on this, Dredd? <laughs> I mean... The world wants to know. You see the face, right? Like, <laughs> the like, world wants to know. It's a sticky situation, man. Like, yeah. there's two sides to every story. Like my man said on the phone, if you do something, they're going to magnify it no matter... No matter Depending what, on who yeah. you are. Yeah. And, like, 
You know, I just think it's just it's just a bad thing, man. Like, and I, I mean, but R. Kelly, he needs. I think from I told you I've been around a little. I'm 48, so I seen him when it first happened a long time ago. And I, he he just needs some help. Like, he definitely needs some. Like, he needs some medicine. Like, he really needs to be seen by somebody, and mm-hmm. they need to. You know, mm-hmm. but a lot yeah. of people overlook things when you have a lot of money. Yeah, you they can do. buy your way out yeah. of things. Yeah, you know? so, yeah, true that, true that. But he he definitely yeah. needs something. He needs that was it. like yeah. it, I was just I, that's why I was curious to hear both of your opinions. And I definitely like when you said about the black face, the black male being the face. From the moment that we talked about the R. Kelly situation on the show, I was saying. It's a it's 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 bad for brothers, man. I said yeah. it's it's a shot on us because no matter if he was guilty or not, the image yeah. that you see is a black man. Mm-hmm. And then Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. the image that you see is a yeah. black man. But see the thing and about then, with Michael Jackson, why would they wait till after he died uh, to try to time. attack him in that way? He can't defend can himself. Yeah, me real quick. Where, where was it? Cause it in the news. Well, they have a documentary that mm-hmm. just came out on HBO. Yeah, on HBO called um, "Leaving Never- Neverland" or something like that. Uh-huh. And and basically, some of the it, I think it was like two guys on there that was talking about accounts they had with Michael. And mm-hmm. basically, he was you know. They were kids. And hey, how how old were these guys? Do you, do you remember? Uh, I want to say like seven. No, but no, then, I mean how old? Oh, are they now, now they're grown. Oh, now they're, they're grown. grown. Yeah, Everyone, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, I mean, yeah, pretty nice check. And then, but see, one of them, I'm just going. I don't know all the details yet, but for one of them was saying, first he was against them bashing Michael about yes. The, yeah, about he the accusations or whatever. Right, he, he said did. it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But now nice. he's saying it happened. And and all this other, it's, it's just like but it's see, just, it just looks like a setup. That's the direction <laughs> this world's going in. The more uproar you can um, cause on social media, some people think that put them in a better place. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So that you know, and then to but, to but tear, let's talk about some of these white males who mm-hmm. have like what's his name, Croft, or um, the guy over the Patriots, um, oh, no, Robert Croft. Yeah, 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 Robert Croft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right, right, mm-hmm. right. So, why are these guys who are, I mean, the things that they're doing is detrimental. Now, not to take anything away from what maybe R. Kelly might have done or been uh, been accused of. But this guy is accused of child trafficking. And I'm talking about on a grand scale. And he's at the bottom. You know, he he has guys who are well, um, you know, into this more than he is, who Mm -hmm. have done uh, more dirt than he has done. And um, you better hear about it. When you look up the, um, when you look up anything about these guys, you're gonna see R. Kelly pop up first. You know about Mm. these predators. You're gonna see um, Bill Cosby pop up. You're gonna see the mug shots. Look Mm -hmm. up uh, this guy's mug shot uh, of the Patriots. You're not gonna see his mug shot. Mm -hmm. You know, so they already have with the mug shot, mug shots. That's like saying guilty. Yeah, Yeah, that's guilty. And um, mm-hmm. and we got to be careful and mindful of this kind of propaganda that uh, is being used against us because mm-hmm. this is warfare, and uh, we just need to not accuse these people of being guilty. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to wait till all the oh, yeah. evidence comes out. Oh yeah. You know, well, I'm still gonna play yeah. R. Kelly. But we know, but we know <laughs> the flip side of that coin is they always say innocent until proven guilty. That's the flip. For us, though, yeah, but see, they, for no, us, we guilty until, until proven innocent. innocent. And, and, and just to show she correct, I listen to can't really see, but if you do go to Google and type in Robert Kraft, what comes up is Robert Kraft 
uh, American businessman. He yes. is the chairman of. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Nothing about a, gr- a resume. It, 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 exactly. <laughs> not, nothing about. You know what I mean? Nothing and it looks good. Yeah, you know? a good looking resume. Because they was the question was why was he in a spot like that when he got all this money? He could he could order a. a I'm a, what do y'all think about the um, some of the things and you know conspiracy or whatever, but the Illuminati and all that. I think a lot of that stuff has um, come back to the mm. point of what they say you have to do to get into the industry. A lot of these guys have to do some of these things, and mm. it's used as blackmail later on. But uh, it's kind of like blood in, blood out, gain mm-hmm. initiation type mm-hmm. of things. There's certain things that you have to do yeah. to get to certain levels. Well, that's and why they do that. Yeah, and they need they can dirt hold on that you. carrot over your head. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but see, yes. everybody's not mentally strong enough to keep that. Like they, that saying, take it to the grave, everybody's not made for that. And, mm-hmm. and, and, so, and but a lot of times these initiations are for that purpose uh, for blackmail and you get wrong with yeah. some of these things um, and you start talking too much or you know you start revealing secrets on how to get on and things mm-hmm. like that uh, we like to dangle this information in front of you that says you know you did this to get mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. you know you might have had to molest this child you might have had to offer person you know or whatever and I don't know if people get deep Deep into this, but I am deep into this because I have saw, I have seen a lot of evidence that um, shows that there are certain rights and initiations and things that you have to do mm-hmm. to move up. And a lot of people don't believe that stuff. But you're not gonna make fifty thousand or uh, fifty million or whatever and think that there's not gonna be somebody that you're gonna have to answer to in mm-hmm. order to get into that club, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So, uh, and it's just kind of like the mobsters and the gangsters and all that stuff. All that stuff is real. It's not just um, mm-hmm. TV or entertainment or whatever. Yeah. And so, um, a lot of R. Kelly's and all these other uh, guys who did all this stuff to try to get where they needed to get. Uh, and being black, I'm pretty sure they probably had to do a, a lot more than some mm-hmm. of the other guys, you mm-hmm. know, uh, with their old money and <laughs> the connects uh-huh. or whatever. Um, it's gonna come back to haunt them. So you just gotta think about the sacrifices you have to make when you try to get into this industry. It's now, not all good. Yeah. Well, ask you, Your ask, talent is not gonna get you everywhere you gotta go. I hear that. Let me right. ask you this on, on up, up you know, what's what's a what's a week in feline queens? Like what's your what's your week? Monday Man, through Sunday. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean like today seems really deep. Like <laughs> today I had to be mom. You know, my daughter called sick and I'm like Okay, I got to be at this interview in an hour at the radio station, but she was like, I got to go home. So I had to go stop everything that I was doing, go get her, make sure she was okay, um, and all that other stuff. But uh, it's just crazy. You know, I'm doing shows uh, one week. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I try to do shows uh, maybe two, three times a week, you know, Mm -hmm. on top of um, trying to do videos. And and like I said, being a mom, I'm a psychologist. I'm working on my master's uh, degree. traveling back and forth from Baltimore to Chattanooga. Mm. It, it's going down. Mm. You know, my life is never mm. uh, never a dull moment. Never. That's never a dull, dull, dull moment. Do you, drive, do you drive down there or you fly when you yeah, come Yeah, yeah. I'm driving 13 hours. 13? You doing that 13 drive? 13 hours. Oh my goodness. Gotta get ready to go again uh, on the weekend. Um, but yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it. So when it. you go down, so what, 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 you would go down on Saturday morning and come back? 
Uh, I typically leave probably about Friday and come back about a Monday or something like that. Uh, but when I'm down there, I'm doing shows. I'm um, connecting, networking, and, and doing things like that. We might like gotta that. take a trip. That might gotta go. We might gotta go down there now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we need to set that up. We got. We got and honestly, they show people, um, you know, from out of town a lot, a lot of love. You know, they they, they want to show people around and kind of get people in Chattanooga and, and show them the uh, sites and stuff like that so they can come. You know, everybody, mm-hmm. a lot of people say, you know, I want to get out of here. It's a small town. But when people come, they put on. They put uh, on. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay, now, now so let's, let's get some other questions before we go into uh, knowledge. Please. So, Dredd, mm-hmm. so are you married? No, I'm not married, not at this moment. Okay, no. now how did you, have you ever been married? Yes. So how did you deal? Well, cause you've been a DJ mm-hmm. for, for a while. Oh, he so getting you, personal. Man, so how did you, because I, I'm married. Right, and okay. this is, this is, now, now, when this question going to be like, you know what? So you can see from now. Nah, that's point a good right? question. <laughs> I feel where you're going with how, it. How do you deal with marriage and DJ? Uh, that's two jobs. That's two different <laughs> jobs. So it's like, <laughs> for real, like, if you, want, if you ain't yeah. ready to work, 30 hours from Monday through Wednesday, yes, yo. you might not want to be married and be a DJ. Yes, yo. Like, for real, because, and, and, and your, your, your other, your other, she has to be a special type person. Yes. Like, she has to understand, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, trust. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot, as a DJ, you know, you're dealing with a lot of people coming to you, a lot of phone numbers, you know, people trying to, people book you, Sometimes people fake book you. Sometimes yeah. people they, they want to uh, talk to you. They want to like, make sure they got you on hold. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's a lot of phone numbers and phone and phone interaction and stuff yeah. like that. So and people all times tonight. Like me, I, I mean, I made a mistake before. You know, I'm a DJ. I get off two o'clock in the morning. I want to return this car back. But like, oh, bro, it's two thirty now. Yeah, like, yeah. This person, you know, might not, you know, but that's me. I stop myself. Everybody don't stop yourself. So you might get calls three, four, five in the morning or something, you know. You got that now, now how do you separate because I just had an issue, um at uh, I even tell you this now, I was at the office for uh why to sign some contract for what and Saturday. So yo, I'm mad the it's put them in no disrespect to her if she's listening, I hope not to pry. <laughs> but it's put them in at eleven. Mm-hmm. Eleven turned to twelve. Then we said, Okay, that one. Happens. Then she said, I'm sorry, NVA, she got there at two thirty nine. My wife is in the car with my children waiting on me. Mm. So do you take your wife or your girlfriend or significant other when you're out DJing, whether you take your contracts, you just want to see a venue, setting up sound, anything? Do you keep you try to keep that separate or? Yeah, I definitely do. And like sometimes it, some people take it the wrong way. It's like sometimes people might get the idea like, well, this dude don't even care about my business. But it's not even that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, you know, like on, in that man. case, if, I, if I was, that would have been me, I would have called and said, look, we got to reschedule. And then nowadays, you know, I, use, I do cash app a lot. So I say, you know, you can send me the money. I'll email yeah, you a contract. I tried that. We don't have I, to meet. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I tried. She was like, what yeah. you Yeah. Well, yeah, well, she got to be on time, man. Yeah. You know, because people are, you cannot get that 20 minutes of your time back. That's never coming back. You hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm so saying? So how do you deal with relationships? Uh, I'm not going to ask you if you're with anyone, but if you was in a relationship in the past, how did you deal with that, with the music, with the being a psychology major, mom? Like, how do you... Honestly, I've been single for five years, so I haven't had to deal with that. Um, (laughs) That's part of the reason why I've been single. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I I honestly, um, not trying to be funny, not Uh to throw a dig at the male species, but they slow me down. Mm. Uh, I noticed that I focus more on uh, my relationship than I do my goals, so um, Mm -hmm. I haven't Mm -hmm. figured out exactly how to balance the two, so I just kind of stay in my lane and just focus on my career right now. I I, I, I want to say I salute you for being honest and saying that, because a lot of times, and that's not just for the, that's just not for the female 
you know, it's, it goes both ways. Because as a male, dealing with a female, depending on where she's at or whatever she got going on, it slows us down. Right. You know, it, because you, you're putting too much time into what's not going to benefit you mm-hmm. in, in your business, and your growth. You know what I mean? So I totally understand. Right. I'm the type of person, I really don't like taking the person I'm dealing with with me on a gig or a job depending on like me. if I'm doing a family reunion maybe you yeah, know what I'm saying like, something yeah. like that but I don't like I don't because I'm in I, work mode I, like, and that goes back to what I was saying earlier it takes a special type person Yeah, you know what I'm saying like I do it sometimes just because I already know when I go to my gig I'm just gonna get the, get the pay do my job I'm out of there I'm not worried about who's in the crowd so I can take my friend with me cause that Sometimes it'll ease the moment. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, she got to understand sometimes. Like, I don't like, <laughs> on the way back, we're not listening to no radio because I didn't play every song under the sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just, she got to just understand where I'm coming from. And yeah. that's where it gets difficult. Yeah, that's where it, like, it, you know, it definitely yeah. gets Do you difficult. think that, but I, I think that, and this is a question for the table, when I, I take my wife, when I bring my wife out, it seems like think women are even more disrespectful. And guys oh, yeah. are already disrespectful from the, from the beginning. Like, even even I, I might want to say the club. I'm DJ at this club. I've been at this club for three years, yo. Mm-hmm. So the dude, you know who my wife is, hundred percent. So he comes. So she's in a booth one night. You know while I'm DJing, he's just standing there staring at my wife like I'm not right there. I'm like, yo, yo, you know it's my wife, yo. That means you got a trophy, then. Yeah, so well, I do. Yeah, you got saying, a trophy. But, but and I know, I know he, he. That's why he laughing. Cause he always say I'm so jealous. I'm not. Je- I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Some things are just like yo. But that's not man, even take jealous. that as a compliment. Like, that's yo, not come on, jealous. yo. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are take you doing? that as a compliment, man. See, but see, that, that's why I'm glad we got a woman. Honestly. Why would I take it as a compliment? Because you have a trophy. You got but something that every man trying to grab. Glance. Yeah. Keep it moving. What's wrong but with look, that? Feline, but look. he's staring. It's 2019. That stare can go from a go from a stare to a. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, anything, yeah. Mind yeah. Like, so you got to kind of see what right. his head's at. And, and this security guard, I, I, I just want to say his name. i tell you off air. <laughs> he has that that look, that creepy look. Like, yo, if I see him look at my child, I'll be like, yo, like, what's up? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, I'm just using an example. When I see my wife, it's like things have, women get more disrespectful. Oh, yeah. I had one time a girl actually asked, asked I had Miss Virgo um, filming. Um, she does our camera work in the in Radio 1 and stuff. She was filming at, at a club I was at, and the girl just came over like, um, that's your boyfriend? <laughs> what? Like, like, what? Like, like what, how you do that? I didn't have the time um, with my wife. This girl just be disrespectful, man. <laughs> girl, a girl sent me a napkin with a number on it. Like, my wife was saying, it's just... It's just disrespectful. It would, it would, like he said, take two strong individuals to yeah. know how to uh, deal with people in this industry. But honestly, that's what I'll probably be single until I find somebody who can understand mm-hmm. what yeah. I have to do. And I think it's probably even harder for a female because, um, you know, some guys are still traditional and think that the woman should be at home raising the kids and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm from the South. A lot of men still think women yeah. supposed to be oh, barefooted. Oh, we can talk about this for an hour. I got some stuff for this. I got, you know, got They haven't fully embraced the independent black women. I wouldn't say you got to be yet. home take care of the baby. Somebody got chill. But see, if uh, I'm out working, somebody got chill. I feel, I, I, got, I got a whole, you, I don't can know, I, I feel too, I give feel. Me, give, me, give, me, give me a five minute version. I, I feel like the woman should be able to, she have to be able to do both. Because I still feel like it's the woman's job to take care of home. I can see that. You now, know, I, I can agree with both. Uh, but at the same time, come on now, we got to move forward. We got to progress. Uh, yeah. Women got to be out here too. It's yeah. just, we don't have a choice anymore. Well, you well know? I, I feel like mm, it's so many levels to it. Like, 
you don't have to be out there if <laughs> if I'm definitely bringing home a nice piece of but change. But what if she wants to? Now, if she wants it's to. It's not all about the money. Exactly. It's all about, you know, her pursuing her dreams. Right. Know? Let me say this. Okay. If it's her pursuing her dreams and she got to be out there, then I'm all supportive. She might not have to work as hard because right. we have the money to to finance that the project. some of the pressure Everything yeah. does. Everything has to deal with money. Yeah. So she might not have to go as hard as, yo, I got to work 80 hours a week right. because I'm doing my own right. thing. As an entrepreneur, you know, you double your hours or whatever. But it could be like, okay, look, you want to go do that? I'm all for it. Let's get it done. Because at the end of the day, I want the same support coming my way. If I say I want to go do this, I want you to be like, cool, I'm with it. And I think that's well, where what, we had to. The... Well, excuse me. What, what, what do you mean when she says I'm with it? What does that mean? Like no, no, like I'm with it. Like I'm supportive of you. I got your back. You want to go out and build this record label? I know it's going to take for you to be in the studio long hours. I know right. it's going to take for you to develop this and to develop that until you're able to see some type of progress from it. <laughs> And then the same thing on her side. She's like, look, I want to go, I want to go on a book tour. Or I want to go on a, I want to develop so a record label. So she to go on a book tour, what would you say? Cool. And then I'm what? with it. So you with it. You mean, you, so that's what I'm trying to ask. I'm trying to figure out when you say I'm with it. Meaning that, that mean, you have my, you have my support. Does that mean you're going with her? No, that okay, means you have right. my support. Because some people will get it twisted. Because see, like what happens, like let's say like as a DJ, you can get like a, a nice size gig out of town. But then you take the significant other with you. Yeah. Now it's a vacation, and you don't spend the money. That oh you yeah, made. yeah, no, no, no. So that's nah. not really with it. I'm with mm -hmm. it. I'm saying I'm with it. Like go, yeah. See ya. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like see ya. Uh, mm -hmm. Do what you need to do. Call me. Let's you know. Let's stay right. in tune. That makes sense. Let's stay in tune with what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, and kind of yeah. like the piggyback what Duke said. Like somebody got to chill. It's kind of like you can't be at the same place and accomplishing a lot. If, yeah. if you're on opposite ends, it's yeah, accomplish like, more. You have to yeah. move independently. Right. right. Come together at the same time. At the end. As long as you got that vision, that plan yeah. to meet at the exactly. end, it's good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But look, can I, can I um... Yeah, it's your boy DJ Knowledge. We getting ready going to this positive word of the day. Tune in. Hey. Hey, I knew I wasn't the only one. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I knew I wasn't the only one that Scooby D music. Oh, that's most deaf, man. man how, you gonna hate, how you going to hate on most deaf, man? Scooby Dewish. That was groovy, baby. <laughs> Say it again. Okay. Say it again. Oh, 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 okay. Well, man, man. Dread, I, well, what you think, Dredd? It's different. <laughs> I mean, that way, you can, you can win a contest. Right. I'm not wow. Like, Right. Oh man! So listen, I'm having so much fun here with these young lady and the and the fellas. But um, it's funny that we we touched on a topic that I was actually thinking about today, and I was like, man, we gotta protect ourselves out here, and I think we need to start being smarter, not just looking at the hand. Now we gotta start working on our end game, man, because. This is a chess match. Right. And, you know, the brother out in, um, that got killed, another brother that got killed out in Sacramento in the in his grandparent backyard or whatever, they, the police got off. So that's another situation where we just getting murdered and it's no justice. So what I say is we got to protect ourselves and be smarter. Understand that the glitter and the glamour and the likes or whatever the follows or whatever is cool 
But all that's a part of the agenda as well. To keep us treading in the same old mud that we've been treading in. We got to work on building ourselves and our families. There's pockets of groups of individuals. You're not going to be able to work with everybody. But if it's a pocket of individual over here, pocket of individual over here, eventually at some point in time, we're going to see each other on the horizon. <clears throat> so we got to take this thing serious and start working on our end game, like saving money, working on your financial plan, working on building a legacy, teaching the kids because... Everything I'm speaking on, I'm going through myself in my personal life. Mm. Is and I, I say this all the time. I don't make these things up just to say nice things. Like I'm actually living what I'm talking about. So if anybody has any questions or comments, feel free to leave me an inbox on my uh, Instagram. But I just <coughs> think that you know, with the climate, man, the climate is 2019 is a year of abundance. We're gonna win. But then at the same time, we have to remember 2020 and beyond is coming. So prepare now. When that harvest come, don't eat the whole loaf. Right. Save some for the next year. Yeah. And build on that. And now we man, we building a harvest for the whole group. And that's my positive word of the day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what you was about to say, Dred? I just wanted to when the Scooby Doo music came. Did not. I was gonna say it was fly. It was hot. It was a good song. You know, I'm from the county, so we like that. But um, but now seriously, what I was gonna say about um, piggyback off what Feline said about how your local town wasn't supporting a lot of the, the local artists. They didn't really, they, they didn't believe in a lot of the local artists. Right. But I was, I noticed that everywhere. Like no matter where yes. I DJ at, yeah. a lot of, they want to hear that local music. Mm. You, know, you gotta be there. in whatever town you are. You got, they want. You, it's good to have a couple local songs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's, and, and that's good though. Yeah. You know, it is good. It yeah. is good. Yeah. You know, it's definitely. Good. It seems like the um to support down south is way better than support up north. It seems like uh, I might be wrong. See, I can't. Yeah, I'll be. I'm what both. you think? I would say I would say that in a sense, yes, because um, we for a long time we only had our music. You know, um, mm-hmm. we we knew about East Coast music. You know, we heard Jay, we heard uh, you know Biggie and all that. But as far as trying to get into the rap game, we wasn't really allowed to do that. Uh, so we right. had to build our own pocket down south. Right. That's what right. we came out with the crunk music, the trap music right. and all right, that. Right, right. You know, so we supported our artists because they were giving us what we listened to, to hear, you know, yeah. whatever. We wasn't really into mm-hmm. a lot of and I can't say everybody, but overall a lot of people down south wasn't into a lot of the East Coast music or whatever. Mm. We listen to West Coast because they sound more they like sound us. More, right, you know, right, but right. that still wasn't us. That wasn't yeah. our sound. We had yeah. eight ball. We had um, you know, UGK and all that. And those were the and Scarface, those were the old yeah. school artists. Those yep. were yep. our legends or whatever, mm. our underground legends. And um, so those guys, they broke through, you know, and they made mainstream to a certain degree. They weren't necessarily underground. Y'all mm-hmm. knew who Scarface was. Absolutely. Y'all heard uh, UGK or mm-hmm. whatever. So those were yep. our legends. MJG, 8-Ball. Right, 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 right. And then after that, you know, it was a little period of time uh, after the 80s and, and a little bit of the 90s. Well, we really didn't have any new artists coming out. Mm. And then you had T.I. coming out. And then you had uh, Pastor Troy, you know, and those guys kind of set the stage for the next generation to come through 
And so, yeah, we supported those guys a lot because mm-hmm. they sound like us. Right. They were speaking about what was Stuff, going on yeah, in our area. Exactly. And right. uh, we down south, we like to dance. You know, mm-hmm. we, we we crunk all the time. So we had, we needed club music. You know, yeah. it wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of club music coming out yeah. of the East Coast. That was conscious, which mm-hmm. was needed too. Yeah. You know, you needed Public Enemy. You needed a lot of those mm-hmm. artists that were coming out at the time for the revolution or whatever. But as far as... When we want to chill and dance and go to the club, yeah, yeah, we yeah, couldn't yeah. put on Jay, you know, really right. for that. Right. So, uh, so yeah, we was out there listening to a lot of um, the uh, down south artists that was out there booming. There's so probably a lot of them that y'all may not even know of, but um, okay. we had to put our um, we we needed that 808. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. Yeah, we that needed 808. that 808. Yeah. yeah. And especially in the oh. 90s, you had the box Chevys with the big boxes in it or yeah. whatever. So that's what we like like mm-hmm. to listen to. So mm-hmm. we got behind okay. a lot of those artists and we made them who they are today uh, or whatever. It wouldn't be no TI if it wasn't for the Dirty South. Oh, you absolutely. know, or whatever. That, that's that's true. Like I said, I, we want to especially thank both our guests. Feel like coming through DJ Dread, take your time out. Pleasure. Real quick, where can they catch you at, Feline? Uh you can catch me on Instagram uh as Feline the Queen. You can also catch me on Facebook as Elishva Maat. Uh I'm on Twitter, I'm on some of all the uh social media sites. Uh most of them are under Feline the Queen, F-E-L-I-N-E-D-A-Q-U-E-E-N. Uh Google that. I also have YouTube videos. I have about 10 YouTube videos. Um look up we on. Uh all you have to do is just Google Feline the Queen. Okay, you can find pop, pop. Yeah. okay, Dre. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram is I'm pretty active. I, um, IG DJ Dread three thousand. That's DJ D R E D three zero 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 at on Instagram on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I always want to ask you. I'm sorry, because where did the three thousand come from? Because Twisted just, got the same thing. I, I just want to see ask Twisted. I'm gonna tell you some st- really. Uh, I'm gonna tell you a true story. Uh-huh. I had it first, okay. <laughs> but I did get it. I did get the idea. I did get the idea for Andre 3000 like okay. years ago. Okay. So oh, I've been I had this. I had yeah. I had this yeah. uh, email for years, but now and I had the Instagram DJ Dread 3000, and I saw his. Mm-hmm. But he did change this after. I, I, after I met the guy on Instagram, I'd seen that because it was another uh-huh. name first. We can look that up. Shade. But I, <laughs> <laughs> shots fired. Okay. Shots fired. Bro, he's a good guy though he's, he's a real great <laughs> DJ and everything but I didn't have that name a long time uh, yeah okay you got a uh, copyright so DJ yeah. Shreds without Instagram what yeah. else we do <laughs> Duke like to start stuff <laughs> <laughs> on, on Facebook honestly um, yeah. I see you on Facebook Darren Ingram D-A-R-R-E-N Ingram I-N-G-R-A-M um, I'm, I'm doing a lot of live videos and stuff on there. I'm on. You can find my record label on YouTube, Dread 2000 Records, um, Next Level Studio. I'm part of Next Level DJ. Shout out to my DJ, No Request. That's my partner. Okay, I'm um, with you a lot. Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, that's it, man. I mean, DJ Dread 3000. I, I hope if you Google that, you can come across me some type of way. Okay, that's yeah. what's up, bro. Now we can that's find uh, DJ Knowledge on Instagram, DJ N I L. E D G E. I am on the grind, Duke, on Instagram for me. Uh, official uh, website, the mixtape of DJ Duke. Facebook is DJ Duke Live, and I also have a Donnie Duke's Facebook account. Uh, what we got coming this weekend? Uh, Niles, where you at this weekend? Uh, this weekend, I'm going to a friend of mine, uh, Jason Harvey, having a fundraiser for his youth program, his youth after school program. Okay. So I'll be there. All right, this weekend I got um, busy, man. Um, Saturday, Saturday, I got um, 2 to 6. We're doing a Biggie tribute at Nick Time Media uh, um, location, a secret location. After that, I'm DJing at Woodlawn High School for the uh, Department of Psychology. 
and um, guidance counselor's uh, birthday party. Oh, really? And immediately found them at Hazelwood. I helped out my girl DJ Cope. Sunday, D.C., and then we in Philly after that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sunday night. So um, And this Saturday, yeah. for all my house heads, uh-huh. uh, we got Bessie Soccer coming back. Okay, shout out to Will. At okay. 1722 North Charles Street. That'll be going till 5 or 6 in the morning, depending on how they're going to do it with the clock and going I, back. And like we say, if y'all want anything, check out the DJ Booth. Yeah. Radio Show, Instagram, YouTube channel, Wise Guys. Thank y'all. Thanks See for y'all tuning next in. Week. Peace. Be blessed, be safe. And what I always say, stay out the way. Stay out the <laughs> way. Yeah.